Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mitzil Susharim in English. We are up to chapter 14, uh, which is, again, it's called the elements and components of precious. Remember, as Ramchal always does, when he talks about a subject, he usually breaks it up into categories, what the subject is, the details of the subject, the components of it, how to acquire it, and what takes us away from it. So we're up to now the elements, the components of precious, which we spoke about, is abstaining from things that are normally that are, are, are normally allowed to the populace, but you were abstaining as an extra safeguard to prevent yourself from doing um, the bad thing that may come of it. So just know there are three primary elements to precious. Because consider precious relates to several areas of life, just precious with regard to worldly pleasures, right? To Hana, to things that we benefit from. There's Precious with regard to Torah laws, with what it says on Torah, and then there's precious. There's precious with regard to um, social conduct. So let's let's explain each one. Let's explain each one now. With respect, precious with respect to worldly pleasures, is that which we already mentioned in the previous chapter. That is not to partake of worldly things other than what is essential and necessary for survival. So that we all discussed, right? That's And, and, and we said that uh, that's all the pleasures that have to do with any one of our senses, including eating, relations with your wife, wearing nice clothing, just um, wasting time strolling around, um, and all these other things, except when it's, except when it's a, a mitzvah to do so, like on Shabbos. It's a mitzvah to eat. It's a mitzvah to be with your wife. It's a mitzvah to do all these things. So we're talking about when it, it, you are withholding things that are not necessary for uh, survival, for things you need. So that we discussed already. Now, with, re, with preachers regarding Torah laws, what does that mean? That means to always act in a strict manner. I mean, you're always more, the term is machmer, which is strict, but you're more careful. For example, it means to even go according to the opinion of someone um, who, as long as his reasoning is sound and it makes sense, but most people don't hold like him. Now, you have to understand, There's you have to be very careful when you, now, in other words, let's say, for example, there's, a, you know, we're going to give actually examples, but we'll see. Even though halakha doesn't follow these people, Sometimes you want to be more strict. I don't know. For example, let's say some people, I know that on Pesach and Eretz Yisrael in Israel, a lot of people don't use the sink water for whatever reason. Has, I don't know what it has to do with something with the It's possible that it's, it's hummus. I, I don't know exactly. So what people do is they, um, they're more machmer, they're more careful. They fill up all these big water bottle, bottles before Pesach and they use water from there. I don't know the, 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 the thought process behind it. I used to know it. I don't remember. But I'm just saying, I'm giving an example of things that are that you're more stringent on yourself uh, regarding where halacha is. So you paskin um, or mon. Uh, you know, another example would be sometimes like, you know, when it comes to a, a, a shrita for an animal, there's room to be makel, there's room to be lenient. You could say, you know, for this situation, it's good. But some people say, no, for me, I'd rather be more careful and not so on. In that example type of thing. Um, and now we're going to say the source. Our stages of blessed memory have in fact explained to us in this manner in the statement of the prophet Yecheskel. Behold, my soul has not become unclean. 
So what does that mean? My soul is not becoming unclean. It means Yechesko is saying, I did not eat the meat of an animal regarding which there was any halachic shaila risen on it. In other words, so if someone came to a rabbi and said, I have a question about this piece of meat. Even if the rabbi says that it's totally kosher and you have no problem with the shkita or the slaughtering process, he said, I'm just being careful. The fact that there was a, a, a question about it, where we're, um, they, they, there was a question about it, I will, I'm not, I want to be careful and I don't want to uh, eat from it. Another example is he also said, there are many, there's sometimes an animal is sick. If you if you slaughter it quickly, it will still be kosher. But if it dies and you didn't slaughter it, then it won't be. So they quickly say, hurry, hurry, slaughter it, slaughter it. Even those, Yechazel did not leave. Now, understand all these things, of course, were permitted by halachic law. The law says, the rabbi says it's kosher, it's competent rabbi. Of course, no problem eating it. But he wanted to be careful on himself. Yechazel posed a stringency on himself. As I already mentioned earlier, we must not conclude, right? Just because it was permitted for everyone in Israel, remember, God holds a higher standard for the righteous people. Another example is Mar'ukva. Mar'ukva was saying um, he felt that he was a son. He called himself vinegar, the son of wine. Why did he call himself vinegar, the son of wine? Because he felt that, because his father used to wait. You know, there's a concept of waiting between eating milk and meat or eating meat and milk. Most people wait, you know, three to six hours, depending on your, your tradition. Most people, some people wait, you know, less than that. But the concept is people wait between having meat and milk because you're not supposed to have them together. So Marukfo was saying that my father, he waits 24 hours when he has a meal for meat to milk because he 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 wants to be careful of himself. Where Marukva says, why so why so why is he then why is the son vinegar? Why is Marukva? Why? So he said, because I only wait from meal to meal, meaning I wait a much shorter time. So Marukva was feeling bad, saying, My father is such a holy person that he waits 24 hours. Me, I only wait a few hours. There's a very important lesson I personally take out of this of the statement of Marukva. And, I, and maybe the Ramchal meant to allude to it, and I will end with this. Remember, precious is not for everyone, as we said before. It's for the righteous people or for people that want to expand on their avoda and their relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mar Ukva was saying that he does not, he did not do what his father did, waiting 24 hours. And so why not? Why didn't he do it? His father did it. Why didn't he do it? It must be that he realized I'm not on a level of my father and I can't do it, which means if I can't do it, it would be inappropriate for me. I think the very important lesson to be here is don't take on something that's not appropriate for you. Precious is a very powerful thing. It's very hard. And the Yitzhar, as we're going to talk about later on, is going to play mind games on you because you want to do it. And sometimes you're going to overcommit yourself and it'll have a negative effect. And you don't want that. And that's exactly maybe the, me the, 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 the message there is that you, when, you, when you're doing precious, make sure you're doing something that actually makes sense for you, that's, that's reasonable and something on your level. Don't over, you know, don't overcommit because then it will certainly backfire. Okay, we'll continue more on precious on the next podcast. Have a great day.